Welcome to Ride, the Urban Mobility Podcast. Welcome to Ride, the Urban Mobility Podcast, hosted by me, Martin Carl of Thebetic, and me, Johnny Combe of Payback Phone. Ride, the Urban Mobility Podcast, takes a look at the impact of new business models and new technologies on urban mobility from a global business perspective and explores how each new solution fits into the wider mobility ecosystem. The format of Ride is simple. We invite top industry experts to join us for an open and candid conversation. Ride is about the guests, what they have to say and what they bring to the discussion. You can find more details about shows and guests on our website, www.ridemobilitypodcast.com. If you've spent any time in London in the last couple of years, you will have seen green electric bikes bearing the name Human Forest. But it's not an exclusively London thing. As well as increasing the size of its electric bike share fleet across London, the company has its sights set on other cities. I'm joined on this episode by Agustin Guilizasti, founder and CEO of Human Forest. And we talked about the Human Forest business model, the importance of sustainability, the company's plans for growth, and why Agustin believes Human Forest is the Spotify of micromobility. So tell us about your background in micromobility. Yeah. You, you didn't start with a bike company, you started long before that. Yeah, 10 years ago I started this adventure, so we started Cabify, that is uh, the biggest ride-hailing company in South America and in Spain. Uh, it was a beautiful journey uh, because uh, at, that, at that time, 10 years ago, there was no 3G line, so it was super hard to convince drivers sorry, to, to get some rides there. So, um, and, and I will say that the biggest achievement that we did during Cabify uh, was that we were the first ride-hailing company to achieve positive EBITDA. And also we offset the carbon footprint in a project that is called Madre de Dios in the Amazon. So we went there and, and I realized the importance of sustainability in this industry. And then after eight years in Cabify, I decided to, to come to London and I did a master in data science. And when I was here at that moment, there was only Santander bikes mm-hmm. here. And I, I, I believe that at the moment we will need more type of transportation. So mixing the needs that I believe that still now there is London plus the sustainability angle, we created human forest that it is uh, inspired by this trip to, to the Amazonas. So that's a great name, human forest, and it's always uh, been something that I've, I've wanted to talk to somebody at the company about. Tell us about how that came about. So same as in a forest, trees capture CO2 in human forest. You and I using our truly green and free e-bike we avoid emitting CO2. So we're in the same path of reduce the amount of CO2 from the planet. And yeah, at the end, what we do in a daily basis is that uh, you have 10 minutes free and no unlocking fee. And that's make us be the most affordable solution for, for, for our users in London. So that's the reason why also 60% of our users use twice a day. So we're changing how people move in the city because it's super clear that micromobility, it is a solution, but the problem is that not affordable. So people will not pay for a journey of 20 minutes, like more than so three pounds. So right. now in our case, it's just less than one pound. So we're even cheaper than, than the two. And sustainable. Yeah, and the point about sustainable is interesting. You mentioned that you went when you were with Cabify to yeah. the project in the Amazon. 
uh, and actually saw where the carbon offset was being used. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. I'm interested because companies say we're offsetting carbon, but yeah. you've seen it. So it is, it is, yeah, when I was there, I realized how it works. It's super simple and the end trees capture CO2, but when they are big, they stop fixing that CO2 in the, in the woods. So what we are trying to do with human forests, it is to try to avoid people uh, do the mission so we can help in this circle and, and at the end it's, it is the same, the same solution. So we, what we are trying uh, what we are doing, sorry, it is that we have we manage our own operation. So the we call the greenhouse instead of the warehouse. We charge all our batteries there with renewable mm -hmm. energy, and the gardeners, alias the swappers, right? They go uh, in electric cars to swap the batteries, and yeah, that's how it works. So at the end, we if you compare our bikes with a normal bike in terms of emission, it is the same, zero. So other operators, for example, they do not use renewable energy or they outsource the operation, so they can secure that the whole operation is managed of zero emissions. So that's a little bit how it works. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and also to, to our goal as a company is to be real sustainable, and real sustainable means to have profits as a company, mm -hmm. to, to be able to buy even more bikes in the future. And how we do that, it is because our business model, it is quite unique. They call us like the Spotify of micro-mobility. Right. Because what we do, we give 10 minutes free and, and, okay. and at the end, uh, before and after each ride, you will receive some ads. So we create a digital marketing platform uh, from our partners that, of course, are aligned with our message of, mm -hmm. of, of sustainability. So that's how we manage to give 10 minutes free and no locking fee and, and make a user like uh, choose us because we are the most affordable and sustainable solution. So you did your masters and then you thought, I need to get bikes on the streets in London. Yeah. Tell, tell me about how you, how do you go from that thought process to actually realizing that dream? Especially when you've got, not just at the time you said there were only Santander bikes on the yeah. road, but at the same time we've had this boom now in micromobility. We have a host of brands yeah. now all trying to do what you're doing yeah, in to, different ways to, to be honest it was supposed to come back to Cabify to Chile and keep the, my work there but uh, I really saw this opportunity and, and I spoke at that moment with Juan the CEO and founder of, of, of Cabify and mentioned about this idea and he told me like uh, he, think, he thought that it was an amazing idea so he also put some, some money to the company mm -hmm. so I said okay if Juan saying also that it's a good idea and I, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm convinced why not doing? So yeah, uh, this is the, behind Human Forest is not me, it's a full team of, of people that make this company, I would say, a, an amazing company. Mm -hmm. So, and I started like, how, how we start this? So it is, uh, it's a new city, country. So at the end, uh, what I did, uh, I, I, met, I met Caroline. She, she was local from here, so she has experience with the council. So we start like from scratch and, and at the end, uh, we were like lucky that at the moment was not other operator mm -hmm. and also our value proposition of sustainability plus affordability for, for users is super aligned with what city needs. Mm -hmm. So it was not easy, but at the end uh, it was aligned to them. So it was easy to start doing some trial in, in, in London. And, and you're only in London, is that right? For the moment, yes. And uh, the idea is to it is to reforest the world, but uh, right. we need to start, start step by step. So what we are doing here in London, it is to prove the whole concept that it is already, I would say, proven, but 
um, managing the whole operation in a proper way so we, we can scale it and reforest different cities and mm -hmm. around the world. So yeah, that's the next plan for... for, for can you give us any, any indication? Will that be cities in the UK? Will that be in Europe? Yeah, it will be in the, in the UK and, and, and in Europe in, and also in other continents. So yeah, yeah, we have connection there. Keeping quiet about where yeah, I'm going. Okay. Yeah, it's not quiet, but at the end uh, we, we, we are not 100% secure because you know that this change very fast. Mm. But again, we, we like, uh, we, we truly believe that we have a different value proposition for users because we are the most affordable and sustainable solution. So that's what nowadays user needs. We've talked about the bikes and bikes are obviously used by people to move people, but yeah. the importance of solving the challenge of mobility is the movement of people and goods. Yeah. Are, you, are you in goods movement at all? Yeah, it was funny because we were not expecting to be in, in, in the delivery area. Right. But um, we saw like uh, when we launched last year, uh, one of our bikes with a delivery rider. So I said, this is, this, is, this, is, this is an opportunity. So I stopped him. I was swapping battery at that moment, remember? So I stopped him and said, why are you using our, our bikes? It is maybe it's not that affordable for a delivery rider. Mm -hmm. And he said that they, sometimes they have problems with bikes and also they um, sometimes they just want to work from a couple of hours so they do not want to pick up the bikes. So I said, oh, this is a huge opportunity. Right. So we create the bundles and this is like a very affordable solution for deliveries, mm -hmm. riders. So yeah, we are in partnership with the Deliveroo and with other delivery companies. So right. it's been a huge growing and, and I believe that uh, we, we, we also want to... Um, not only help cities to move people from A to B, also to, to, to deliver goods in a sustainable way. And, and, and this is like a, not a secret because it's going to be tomorrow, but we're launching eMoped, is the our right. second hardware. And we're very excited about it because it was, a, it was difficult because uh, we're going to be the first one to do this in the UK. And there's a lot of challenge behind that in terms of insurance and many things that we mm. have been able to manage. And now we are proud to say that we will be able to, to launch. So bikes, e-scooters, sorry, e-mopeds. E yeah. What about e-scooters? Any interest? We don't have an e-scooter. And I personally believe that it's not the safest way to move from A to B. Right. A to B. So for, we will not have in in our fleet. So we, we believe that the e-bike seat is the right uh, hardware. and. And at the end, uh, everyone can use a, an e-bike. It has been here for almost more than a hundred years. But what we are trying to do it, it is to give it a little bit of upgrade, making electric mm -hmm. and sustainable and affordable for everyone. You've talked about being the Spotify of micromobility, yeah. <laughs> which is a slogan I love and will probably become the title of this particular episode. Um, can you? explain how the business works yeah you said that there's advertising and you've also said that riders get 10 minutes free yeah so at what point you know is your business model advertising driven or is it is there a sufficient revenue from users yeah good question so our business model is quite unique because i will say like almost half of the business it is from b2b and the other it is from b2c mm -hmm. so the b2c side it is you when you ride the bikes so we give 10 minutes free, but user, right, 60% of our users use us twice a day, so they pay part of the journey. And in the other side, the B2B, we have this Spotify of, or, 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 or this digital advertising platform. So why, you, why 
companies like, for example, uh, Financial Times, Nutmeg, uh, Bloomberg, Oddbox, and many others have been using our digital platform. It's because they want to connect with our users. And it is like very different from other digital marketing platforms such like Facebook or Instagram because it is only one advertising direct to you and with a message that is aligned uh, to, to the sustainable goals that we have too. So at the end, all these companies have budget and, and areas like sustainable mm. department and want to be in a project like us that we are producing like a social impact. So yeah, that's the reason why there is a lot of appetite for, for using our digital marketing platform and we did a survey like uh, three weeks ago about the advertising. Uh, if you like get, uh, you know, like if they like or do not like and they're super happy and they understand that the, the advertising is because they're getting three minutes mm -hmm. and they're happy even to check more or review more uh, advertising if they, we give them more three minutes. So There's one thing for companies to be advertising on your uh, platform. There's another for those companies to be using the bikes, let's say, as part of, say, a, a mobility budget or some kind of uh, corporate mobility scheme. Are, are you involved with those companies as well on that side of things? Where actually they would say, like, if you use those bikes, you get a discount, come to the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we have in, in the B2B side, we have uh, this digital advertising channel, but also we, we have uh, corporate plans. So, for example, companies can uh, pay for the rights for the, 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 the employees and they have a special discount and 20 minutes free every day. So, yeah, it's something that it is, we, we are already doing. And also the, the bundle thing related to delivery or delivery, sorry. Uh, so we, we have, that's the reason why we have different income mm -hmm. that, that allow us to uh, give the, those 10 minutes free. And I will say that uh, also what, what is in, uh, important and, and, and more than important it's different from from human force it is that we have something really innovative too and it's a gamification tool or loyalty that is called the three coins so what as it is a three coin so each mile that you ride in a human forest it is the same amount of co2 that one tree capture in one day so after five miles we, we give you one tree coin and with that three coins you can um, exchange for one, or so for extra minute in our own app, or go to our marketplace and exchange for product related to our partner. So, for ex for example, could be a subscription in, in, in Financial Times or whatever thing we, we we put there. So, and but more than the marketplace, I really like that people now is understanding that they can be part of the solution, and which each mile they can help the planet and avoid emitting CO2. So again, we're in the same path of a forest, but we need everyone using our bikes to be like a real forest. So I've seen your bikes around London. Tell us about, are you around the whole of London? And, and how many bikes have you got on the road? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we are like, a, we did a trial like a two years ago uh, with just 200 bikes. Now we have almost 2,000 and soon we will be like uh, almost a double. So. Uh, we are going to be the biggest e-bikes operator in London and more than that it is that we are going to be the real sustainable solution and affordable for London so yeah and you mentioned battery swapping yeah. so is that something that riders can do or is that something that you do because you're part of the company you said you were swapping the battery yeah I mean I always like to be involved in the operation because right. it is there when, when you understand how you can be more efficient how you be, can improve 
but uh, we have a, um, a proper team, in, in-house team of, of gardeners, that they are the ones who, who swap batteries uh, around the city. Right. What is cool about Human Forest that uh, everyone is part of the company, so everyone has a stock, op- a stock option, so everyone is taking care about even to turn off the lights, to be efficient, because we have the same goal to reforest cities and everyone will be part of it. So that's how I believe uh, we, uh, companies should be like involved, the whole team in, in, in the vision. So that's how we are aligned. So by the time this interview goes out, you will have launched your e-mopeds. Are you doing that in London as well? Yeah, we're super excited because we're going to be the first one in launching e-moped. Uh, we are starting with B2B for the moment, just for delivery. Uh, and then we will scale to B2C, but uh, we want to understand the B2B side. And we are starting in Harris Mid and Fuller and with uh, almost 200 mopeds and then we will scale it for, for the rest of the city. But everyone can use it, just they have to come back to park there. Well, it'd be great to catch up with you once those are on the road and you know how yeah, things yeah, have yeah. gone. Thanks very much. Oh, thanks to you. Very happy to be here with you talking about mobility. Ride, the urban mobility podcast, is brought to you by Covetic and Pay by Phone. Learn more about Ride Podcast Partners at www.covetic.com and www.paybyphone.co.uk. This episode of Ride was recorded and produced by Martin Strong with marketing support from Natalie Webster. You can subscribe to Ride wherever you get your podcasts and feel free to share it, like it and give it a rating. Sign up to the Ride LinkedIn page and check out our website for episode notes and links and the Ride podcast blog at www.ridemobilitypodcast.com.